Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to another episode of Album for the Day with John E. and Jay. So season nine for Album for the Day, we're going to do self-titled albums. Mm-hmm. And the interesting thing about self-titled albums is it may be their first recording. It may not be. They may have waited nine albums to do a self-titled album. <laughs> and these but, are the things we discover. And the, uh, the thing I love about the self-titled concept is a lot of times it really shows you who the artist is. you know, And that's why they made it their self-titled they album. They felt that confidently about this content that they were like, what else can we mm-hmm. call it? This is who I am as yeah. an artist. Signature. Awesome. Album for the day, February 28th is Allison Chains. This was recorded April through August of 1995, released on November the 7th of 1995, uh, recorded at Bad Animal Studio in Seattle, and released on Columbia Records. This was the album follow-up to Jar of Flies, uh, which was a pretty nice little EP. And everything that they did was nice. Everything, I honestly, mean, yeah. Yeah. And this has the this is the last studio album with, with Lane. Lane Staley on it. Mm-hmm. Although they did the following year release uh, the MTV Unplugged, which we've both definitely Ugh. described as one of our all time favorites. All time, one of the best records ever recorded. Period. Dot com. It's one of the greatest performances ever documented. Uh, for sure, that is why we included that in our live albums. Yeah. Um, and this album is no slouch either. This album's got like half of the yeah. set list from that yeah. show. Yeah. yeah. Um, Grind is just such a delightful way to begin. Yeah, it is. It's, um, you know, I mean, and there's so many. This album, there's. I feel like this album is very. Sad. It's like an upbeat, sad record. Um, the the lyrics have a lot of depression, isolation, drugs. Because that's Lane because Staley. That's, yeah, because that's where Lane was, and it's it's just it's it's sad that this is the last album he recorded because he was such a talent. He was. He was an absolute, just oh but man. If, but if you want to side by side it. Um, Lane wrote all the lyrics on the album except for Grind, Heaven Beside You, and Over Now. Mm -hmm. And when you really listen to those songs, you can hear the difference. The darkness is still there. The music is still there. Everything's still there, but you can hear hear a difference. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, And, like, you know, just the way that Lane Staley carried... Uh, the, his voice in these records or in this record is it's just one of those things that made him such an iconic uh, 90s rock and uh, would you would you call this rock or would you call it heavy metal or rock 
I would call this... Because um, they, they were kind of compared to sludge rock, which I don't think that's even really a thing. Is it alternative? I think that's an adaptation of Sludge Factory. Um, I would call it dirty... Hot fire. Dark. <laughs> yes, dirty hot fire. I would call it dirty, crunchy rock. Yeah. Um, because... But but not even as it's, crunchy as a lot of other people. It's too hard like, to be alternative. Yeah, got put that with like Weezer and well, Blind Melon that kind of thing. That These that was the like, thing about Alice in Chains is people called them alternative, and the whole term for the genre alternative came about because everyone wanted to do something different than what the status quo was. Yeah. Well, Alice in Chains is kind of the alternative to the alternative. Yeah. Because they're not like grunge. I feel like they're too hard for grunge. Yeah. They're too... I mean, it's just... They're they're kind of in their own category that's They're awesome. too dark for a lot of different genres. Yeah. And, no, I agree. you know, you want it to hit a chart, but, like, you're really digging in deep into yeah. some darkness, man. Yeah. Um, and that that doesn't necessarily get you on the radio. Uh, well, I mean, the the three songs you mentioned by Jerry Cantrell all pretty much made it on the radio. And as I previously mentioned, they're, they're slightly <laughs> darker. Yeah, slightly yeah. less dark. Yeah, yeah. They're more of the milk chocolate than the dark. Yeah, I agree there. It's still dark. Yeah the uh, the album uh, cover. Uh, it's kind of this album is also known as Tripod or the Three Legged Dog album, uh, but there is no official reference to any of those things on it. Just because it has a three legged dog on the album cover, uh, you know, yeah, which it does. There's no denying that. Um, but it is definitely Alice in Chains. Um, uh, Rocky Shink actually uh, uh, photographed the three-legged dog for the album cover at a playground near downtown L.A. Uh, in 95. They actually had a dog casting uh, for the shoot where a bunch of people showed up with their three-legged dog. No, my three-legged yeah. dog is and they better. And after choosing the photos, uh, or taking the photos, uh, he actually faxed a copy of the photo to see what they wanted, and they actually used uh, a copy of the facts for the cover, which actually made uh, Rocky Shink kind of upset because he d- they didn't use the quality of image that he had anticipated, but they loved the dirty, kind of uh, um, unfiltered look of what the facts looked like, which I think is perfect. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it looks pixelated and crappy, which is... In exactly. fact, what it was. Exactly what they wanted. Um, yeah, so they put the CD out in several different versions. This was a great packaging album. Oh, man, the artwork on the inside of it is amazing. Translucent green and purple were a theme, and there were like alternate versions of different stuff. It was put out on cassette, and it was on a translucent purple cassette. Mm, very uh, cool. I'd, I'd love to get my hands on one of those. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the uh, yeah the 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 band on the, when when this album came out, they were slated to be on a tour with uh, Metallica, Suicidal Tendencies, Danzig, and Fight. Um, which wow, what a show that would have been! Um, but Lane Staley had some addiction issues, and you don't they, say. <laughs> no, <laughs> they had to 
they had to leave the tour to try to get him as healthy as possible. And, Looking at you, Scott Weiland. And and Candlebox actually took their place, which that's still a pretty awesome tour. Um, but uh, but yeah, the, uh, the the this album. Um, I wish it wasn't the last album Lane Staley had done um, with them. I wish he could have uh, you know gotten his addiction into control a little bit and uh, and come out with some new stuff with them. But I'm very happy. Um, that we got as much as we did from them. Um, this is a great, great album. Everything Allison Chains did through this and through Unplugged is worth a listen. Um, I put this, I, I kind of have mine as Dirt as my number one. That was my introduction to them. Dirt as my number one. This is my number two. And Jar of Lies is my number three. Uh, unplugged above all of them. But, you know. I would say, yeah, that's a fair assessment. I think that um, this is an example of, uh, as we've seen with when artists reach a particular level of notoriety, fame, recognition, uh, clout with their label and whatever, when they get more money accessible to them to produce more product, they do what they want and they do what they can and they really can just like... It's kind of like the pressure's off a little bit because we've got the money. Yeah. Let's just make it. Yeah. And, you know, when you're fighting, you know, addiction issues, things like that, these internal forces, even though you've pretty much squashed all the external ones, yeah. that's got to be frustrating. Yeah. And I know that that was, um, this is the the great example of how to pull it off in a major way once you've made it. Yeah. Their, uh, their band's manager, speaking of what you just said, their band's manager, Susan Silver, said that it was, um, in, to quote, it was really painful session. It took so long to make. Uh, it was horrifying to see Lane in that condition. Yet, when he was cognizant, he was the sweetest, bright-eyed guy you'd ever want to meet. To be meeting with him and have him fall asleep in front of you was gut-wrenching. And so that's another reason this album is just so hard uh, for the band, I'm sure. Um, is to, you know, that such a great dude and, uh, you know, getting through these mess- getting through these songs of, of depression and getting through those internal conflicts that he was having. Um, you know, music is usually a very good outlet for that kind of thing. Um, and... Um, you know, I, I'm sure it was for Lane. I'm sure it was for the rest of the band dealing with it as well. And uh, and this album really, really brought to light a lot of really great moments for from this band. I would say that I love I love the potential in this album. At yeah. the time, everyone who was an Allison Chains fan mm-hmm. was like, "Oh my gosh, this is everything we've yeah. ever wanted." Yep. Yeah. And but, you couldn't wait for the future as well because yeah. you hear it and you're like, oh, oh man, they're hitting this high peak. And but yeah. then to follow it up with Unplugged, which <sighs> was easily the greatest performance of their career, yep. um, just a total swan song. I think that that was almost like a slap in the face because you saw how sweet it could be, yep. and you wanted way more out of it. Yeah. Well. Uh, definitely check this one out today. Um, great, great record from a great, great band. Um, everybody, uh, everybody in this band is just, uh, you know, just legends not only of the time 
you know, Lane Staley, Jerry Cantrell, Mike Inez, and Sean Kenny. I mean, they're just they're they're all at the top of their game. Um, so definitely check this one out. Album for the day today, February twenty eighth, is Alice in Chains. Uh, be sure to give us a like, follow, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Uh, follow us on Twitter at album the number four of the day. Uh, and if you have any requests, shoot us an email at album the number four of the day at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next month. You know it's been on my mind. Could you stand right there? Look me straight in the eye and, and say, say that, that it's over now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. After starting the podcast, you can search for the album, use the three dots, and hit add to queue. Now the album will start as soon as the episode ends. Woohoo!